It's a busy day for politicos in our country and our province. Uh, of course, starting with the new cabinet being named in Ottawa and, you know, reading in the tea leaves what might happen there, what it means for our province. And then, of course, we have these referendum questions, the results of which were just released. If you didn't hear on the news, daylight saving, no, not going to happen by the narrowest of margins. 50.1% of Albertans saying no, leave things the way they are. The other question, equalization, yes. Albertans back having that removed from the Constitution, okay? So uh, that was about uh, 62%, roughly, voting in favor of that. So let's dig into these issues a little bit. We're going to chat with Dr. Lisa Young, a political science prof uh, in Calgary. Uh, Dr. Young, thank you so much for joining us again. Always appreciate your time. My pleasure. Let's start with the federal cabinet and some of the things and how it might apply to uh, the province of Alberta. There was a lot of speculation as to whether we would get one or two Cabinet ministers, you got Canada's fourth and fifth largest cities would seem to be a good reason. I think there's like six from Toronto, but we get one from Alberta. George Chahal not getting in. Why do you think that is? Is it because of the investigation that surrounds him right now? I think that's a pretty good uh, bet that uh, the the federal government, that, that the Trudeau uh, government decided that they didn't want to appoint him to cabinet when there was the possibility that he was going to be charged with an offense and then he would have to be removed from cabinet. So, you know, is it possible that he'll end up in cabinet later on? It is, but for now, um, you know, just one cabinet minister from Alberta. Yeah, which is Randy Wassenaar, who has history with Justin Trudeau. He was in his government before. Uh, He takes over as tourism, so not one of the most impactful portfolios, although important. I mean, tourism is a big part of this country and this province. Yeah, I mean, it's not a a slap in the face. It's not trivial. He's also the Associate Minister of Finance. So uh, I think there's been an effort here to, you know, give him a a meaningful portfolio, but it's certainly not one of the senior portfolios in the government. The other question, the new Environment Minister, and it has a lot of people who listen to this show texting me and very concerned. For example, uh, Guy as Environment Minister is a disaster for all of Canada. We ain't seen nothing yet. Your environment minister is a former Greenpeace senior member of Greenpeace, uh, an activist at best uh, when it comes to climate change and the environmental movement. Um, Are people in Alberta right to be concerned about what this signals from the federal government? Well, I, I think that as an, I think they're right to interpret this as a sign that the government is going to pursue uh, decarbonization and addressing climate change as a high priority. Um, you know, they they are not putting a moderate in this position. I think in some ways that there's continuity here uh, from uh, Catherine McKenna. Um, they, they've also moved uh, the environment minister, the former environment minister, into uh, natural, natural resources. resources. So, you know, and, and this is somebody who uh, has, you know, uh, an interest in um, development of, of hydrogen, in energy transitions. So I think that what we'll be seeing from the federal government is a real emphasis on addressing climate change and thinking about energy transitions. Now, is that bad for Alberta? You know, that's where uh, we, we can sit down and have a debate, right? Um, on the one hand, it's it's not good news for traditional oil and gas. On the other hand, you can argue that Alberta's future is in that energy transition and that, you know, this is uh, exactly what Alberta needs to be talking about and doing. Um, The other one that I think a lot of people are talking about, Harjit Sajan being taken out of the defense portfolio, we knew that was going to happen, right? I mean, there was no way he could stay where he was. It was remarkable that he was kept in that role as long as he was. 
just um, th- there have been just you know scandal after scandal. It's it's clear that the the efforts to address the culture of sexism and 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 harassment in in the senior ranks of the forces have not been successful. It's clearly time for a new minister to go in and clean house. Before we leave the cabinet, um, anything else Albertans should be aware of? Anything else leap out at you today it was kind of surprising or interesting to you? Well, you know, just on the, the question of, of how Alberta or, you know, if you think about Alberta and Saskatchewan as a bit of a region yep. are, are uh, being addressed, one of the things that I thought was interesting was that the uh, responsibility for um, uh, economic development on the prairies has gone to um, a, a cabinet minister from Manitoba. And, of course, Manitoba is absolutely part of the prairies, but I thought it was interesting that that didn't go to uh, an, uh, to one of the Alberta uh, MPs. Okay, yeah, interesting there. Okay, let's take a look at the political news in our province, and it's very, very interesting. First of all, um, the equalization referenda. Do you think, um, I mean, it's 62% to about 38%, so it's a clear victory, but I think the Premier was banking on a what much wider margin when this all started. Yeah, I mean, I think... <sighs> You know, if, if we can think back to pre-COVID, you know, when when the UCP was first elected, um, you know, I, I think the assumption would have been that this would be, you know, 75% or 80% yeah. uh, in, in favor. This is much closer. And, you know, I, I looked at the, uh, the the number of uh, votes that, that were cast overall on both sides. Um, and, you know, because the turnout was so low, and it's actually... Um, you know, about what the UCP alone got in the 2019 election. Um, you know, so we've got low turnout here and not the result that they thought they were uh, going to get. And daylight saving, I, I can't remember a vote. I mean, I guess the Quebec referendum was pretty close, right around that mark. But man, by 0.1%, that's as close as you can get. Yeah. Absolutely. There is, I think, no mandate here uh, for the government to go ahead and make this particular change. Would have been interesting to see if they had asked a different question, right? Um, you know, yeah. There was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of talk that uh, there might have been, uh, if a different alternative had been on the ballot, the result might have been different. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So the final question is, so what do we do? with these results. We know the equalization. He got what he wanted. He does have a majority of Albertans saying we want equalization removed from the Constitution. Um, Where do we go from here with that? He still needs to try and persuade the rest of Confederation to agree with him, right? Well, yes. And, and I mean, you know, we know that what the Premier, the Premier said various things about what the equalization referendum meant. You know, on the one hand, you know, it, it, is theoretically supposed to uh, trigger a, a, a negotiations about the Constitution. I don't think that's correct or that it's going to happen. Right. Um, but the other argument is that it's leverage, yes. right? Yeah. And, you know, I think if, if we look at the two stories that we've been talking about here today, I, I, I think that the federal government is perhaps signaling that Alberta doesn't have a lot of leverage uh, at the moment with the federal government. Um, you know, the, uh, the relatively... You know, whether they would have taken even a 75% uh, vote uh, terribly seriously, um, the unpopularity of, of the Premier, the possibility that the government is going to change here uh, at the next election. I, I just don't think that we're going to see, you know, cabinet ministers rushing to Alberta to, you know, show that, that, that 
uh, Alberta is well loved by the government uh, is is likely to be something that we're going to see over the next few months. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But, uh, you know, I mean, even last week, the prime minister was sort of dismissing the results of the referendum before they were even out. Um, So I think you're right. Um, Lisa, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us today. My pleasure. That is Dr. Lisa Young, political scientist from Calgary.